Good morning. The Sunday School lesson for today is titled, Hope in the Day of the Lord, coming from 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 through 15a. I will be reading from the New Christian Standard Bible. Let us pray before we start the lesson. Father God, we come lifting you up. Father, let us let this lesson instill righteousness in all the hearts that hear these words. Thank you for all who hear your word today. Be our guide as we study this lesson. You alone are faithful and trustworthy. Father, thank you for caring for us. Father God, strengthen us in our weaknesses. Forgive us for our, when we don't thank you enough. Father God, continue to be with all of those that are sick and bereaved. Father God, forgive us for our sins and be with those that don't know you in the pardons of their sins. We give you all the glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The keep in mind verse for today's lesson is verse 9. The Lord does not delay his promise, as some understand delay, but is, is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. The lesson is divided into four sections. Verses 1 through 4 are titled, Believe God's Word. Verses 5 through 9 are titled, Believe in God's Creation. Verses 10 through 13 are titled, Believe God's Promise. Verse 13 through 15a is titled, Be Spotless and at Peace with Him. Now let's look at the background for today's lesson. The Apostle Peter wrote this letter not only to warn the early Christian church against false teachers, but to encourage them to grow in their faith and in their knowledge of their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The letter speaks of Jesus' second coming and the end of the world. A main area of attack of false teachers was that Jesus would not come back and the future judgment of Christ. If there was no future judgment, then people were free to ch live as they chose. In the last chapter of this letter, Peter directly challenges this mistake. He begins by cautioning the people to remember those things he had taught them. It is important that we remember the words spoken by men and women anointed of God. They encourage us to live holy lives, to use our gifts and talents for God, and to prevent to prevent us from becoming complacent. Verses one through four reads as follows. Dear friends, this is now the second letter I have written to you. In both letters, I want to stir up your sincere understanding by way of reminder, so that you recall the words previously spoken by the holy prophets and the command of our Lord and Savior given through your apostles. Above all, be aware of this. Scoffers will come in the last days, scoffering and following their own evil desires, saying, where is, the, is his coming that he promised? Ever since our ancestors fell asleep, all things continue as they have been since the beginning of creation. Believe God's word. Peter intends to stir up the prophet's memory. To stir up used here means to fully awaken. Peter wants his readers to remember the truth of the gospel and the teaching of Jesus Christ so that they can be fully awakened and alert in their faith. 
Peter suggests three areas where the people's memory needed awakening. The words of the holy prophets, the commandments of the apostles, and the commandments of Christ. Peter realizes these last days, many people would question Christian belief in the Lord. These people would cause others to have doubts about the authority of God's word. Peter called these unbelievers scoffers. Scoffers are false teachers who mock the truth. The apostles had already warned the people that these scoffers would infiltrate the church with their destructive hearses. Second Peter 2.1. Some even went as far as denying the deity of Christ. The last days referred to the period between the first and second coming of Christ. During this period, ungodly teachers will deny that Christ is coming back to execute judgment. They will say, where is this coming? He promised. Ever since our ancestors died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. It is sad that people are deceived into believing Christ is not coming again. However, Peter's message is clear. Do not listen to these scoffers. Do not follow them. God's word is true and his promises are unfailing. Verses five through nine. They deliberately overlooked this. By the word of God, the heavens came into being long ago and the earth was brought about from water and through water. Through these, the world of that time perished when it was flooded. By the same word, the present heaven and earth are stored up for fire, being kept for the day of the judgment and destruction of the ungodly. Dear friends, don't overlook this one fact. With the Lord, one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like one day. The Lord does not delay his promise, as some understand delay, but is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. Believe in God's creation. Scoffers do not believe the truth of God's word. They portray God's truth as a moral fable. These false teachers purposely forget that God created the heavens and the earth. Peter criticized them of having eyes full of adultery and cannot stop sinning, enticing unsettled souls and having hearts trained in greed and being children of a curse. Second Peter 2.14 through 15. To refute the heresy, Peter reminds his readers of God's creative power. First, he reminds them of how God by his word, roll back water to create dry land. Second Peter 3, 5 and Genesis 1, 9 and 10. God used the same water that he rolled back to destroy the old world in the days of Noah and his family. He did not spare the old world when his people disobeyed him. Second Peter 2, 5. And he will not spare the current world. God has already decided the world's faith and declared it through Christ and his apostles. Scoffers need to be warned that God's word is true. They think he has forgotten his creation so they can live any way they choose. They fail to realize that God is being patient with us. Scoffers fail to understand it because his desire is to save and not to destroy. God does not measure time according to human standards. 
with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. God can accomplish in one day what might may take us 1,000 years. He may take 1,000 years to accomplish his will in a day. Verses 10 through 13 reads as follows. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. On that day, the heavens will pass away with a loud noise. The elements will burn and be dissolved, and the earth and the works on it will be disclosed. Since all these things are to be dissolved in this way, it is clear what sort of people you should be in holy conduct and godliness. As you wait for the day of God and hasten his coming, because of that day, the heavens will be dissolved with fire and the elements will melt with heat. But based on his promise, we wait for new heaven, heavens and a new earth where righteousness dwells. Believe God's promise. Peter emphatically declares the day of the Lord will, be, will come as a thief in the night. The day of the Lord is a phrase used in both the Old and New Testament to describe God's decisive involvement in human affairs. It is usually thought of as the end of the world. Some scholars interpret this in an apocalyptic manner as signifying the day when the Lord plans to destroy the earth and establish his new kingdom. For example, Revelation 6, 12 through 17, a vision given to the apostle Paul John describes the time of God's wrath upon those determined to be wicked. Peter says that on this day, heaven shall pass away with a great noise. The Greek word translates great noise means will be great crash. The apostle declares the earth will be burned up and not only the earth, but all the works that are therein. Everything that humankind has ever created, invented or built will be utterly consumed in this fervent heat. Verses 11 through 15a. Therefore, dear friends, while you wait for these things, make every effort to be found without spot or blemish in his sight at peace. Also regard the patience of our Lord as salvation. Be spotless and at peace with him. The Lord's second coming is the underlying topic of these verses. Whether we are still alive or have passed away by the time the Lord returns, we want to be found ready. The phase without spot and without blameless refers to the fact that we are, are exactly like Jesus. This thought ought to encourage us to examine every aspect of our lives and consider what we may be doing if we were to be unexpectedly taken to be with the Lord. The standard is perfection, yet the Lord is aware of our weakness and the, and the shedded blood of Christ covers all our sins. So as we anticipate his return, we are at great peace. The Lord is just postponing his return in order to give more people an opportunity to be saved before he returns. Finally, we see that the lesson encourages us to be patient, to live a blameless life and not to be misled by false teachers who misrepresent the timing of Jesus's return. It also points out that God is patient with us because he wants everyone to have the opportunity to, rep to repent and be saved and that his timing is different from ours.
Jesus will arrive when we are not expecting him, according to Matthew 24:44, And Matthew 25, 13 adds, therefore be ready for you do not know the day or the hour. Let us pray. Father God, thank you for being patient with us, giving us an opportunity to repent before you come back for your people. Father, we thank you for all the blessings that you give us while we wait on your return. We thank you, God, for hearing our prayers. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.